Welcome, ladies. We are Business Classy as Fuck, the podcast about business, travel, and damn classy femtrepreneurs like yourself. Yes, femtrepreneur is a made-up word, and business classy is a shitty pun. But we're here to support you on that lonely path of world domination, either in the business world or literally across the world. I'm Annika, an award-winning boudoir photographer based in Boston, owning femininity and self-love. And I'm Linda, a perpetual nomad building a social media brand based on travel and world love. All right, welcome back, Femtrepreneurs, and today we have a special guest on with us. Um, Her name is Stephanie Davis, and she's going to tell you all about herself, but basically, her and I just went um, out of the country, and it was her very first time leaving the States, so we're going to talk all about that, but first... Steph, why don't you tell us about, you know, what it is that you do on a day-to-day basis and who you are and just a bit about yourself. Uh, So I am an entrepreneur and freelancer. I am a filmmaker, a little bit of everything, Um, but for the most part, I am an independent filmmaker. We make a variety of films at Bounty Boxer Media that includes comedies, dramas, some horror uh, we like to have a little bit of fun and tell some really cool stories with some great female leads. And then I'm also a freelancer in marketing. So actually right now I'm in Austin uh, getting ready to work the auto show uh, for one of my clients. And I just like to bounce around all over the country and work for various marketing clients and uh, learn even more about travel as I go. Nice. So you're just kind of like a one-woman show who does it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Nice. And I love the whole, you know, women in film thing. That's pretty exciting, too. We need more featuring, starring, leading ladies out there. So, fair Um, So, you say, like, you travel a lot for work, it sounds like, then. Um, You just left the country for the first time. So, your work doesn't let you leave the country, basically. It's it's mostly national. Yes, it's mostly in the continental U.S. I did get to go to Hawaii for one of my promo tours, which is really cool. I'm hoping this year, now that I've started stamping that passport, that maybe I can find some things overseas to to do this year for work, either in film or in marketing, which is great. Um, but yeah, I kind of bounce around by plane, train, and automobile all over the country, um, working for various programs like trade shows or sampling tours. Sometimes I'm driving a truck, like there's all kinds of stuff to do. Nice. And how long have you been doing that? Like, how long have you been independent and traveling for work? I've been fully independent for three years now. Awesome. That's amazing. It's a tough thing to do, but... Oh, my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We talk about that all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but that's... um, But it's an awesome way to live. All right. So, you just got back into the country um, from our trip. We went to Guatemala, which was awesome, and... um, yeah, we'll have to probably do a whole separate episode on that. But overall, kind of what has been your takeaway as like your first international trip? One thing that I forgot is that I have TSA pre-check here in the U.S. It doesn't work when you're out internationally. You need to get that global entry. So I buried my laptop in my bag um, and had to dig it out um, to go through security. So there's a lot of different procedures um, in airports or in transit that you don't think about because when you're in the U.S., you're like, oh, well, things are always this way. And you go to another country and you're like, whoa, wait, this is something completely different. One thing that I loved about Guatemala is the people. My God, they were so nice. 
They, you know, they were just excited to have people around. There's all kinds of really great things to do, good food. Like we, that five days that we were over there felt like two weeks. Like it was amazing. That's probably just because I um, smushed like 15 <laughs> activities in like two days. <laughs> yeah, Linda's a really like jam-packed traveler. <laughs> Gotta make the most of our time, man. Absolutely. We're busy ladies. Definitely we're not bored. We, we got a lot done. Yeah, I can't wait to see like pictures and hear more stories about the trip too. But I know we'll dive into that another time. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to. Otherwise, we're just going to go off on a tangent like I mean, we always do. But it'll just become all about that. Um, um, but what made you want to pick Guatemala for your first country? Because I feel like that's such a like not a typical country to pick as your first one outside of the U.S. Well, uh, Linda came over to the office because we decided we're like you know let's go do a trip together. Um, just kind of doing the little vlog life stuff. And since I've never been anywhere, wanted to pick a place that she hadn't been to. She's been to Guatemala, but she, she said she hadn't been to Antigua or Atitlan. It was between that, I think, Jamaica and somewhere else. And um, I think Panama was the other yeah, option. And it yeah. just seemed like Guatemala is such a, a good place to go to because Central America is so close. Um, there's a lot, uh, like there's pretty understandable Spanish there, so we can get a little bit better at Spanish skills. And just as I'm looking through the pictures and videos from other vloggers being there, I'm like, man, this this sounds like a great time. I mean, it looks beautiful. I've never been to Guatemala, but it's definitely on my mm. list. It should be. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so do you have any kind of, like, regrets or lessons that you learned out of the whole experience? I don't really think I have any regrets. Um, I probably should have packed a little bit better, uh, but that's what that's what how we always feel when we go on these trips. We're like, oh, I brought too many of this, or I didn't bring enough of this. Oh yeah, no, packing is like it's an art. It's like an art that you keep yeah. perfecting every single time. Yeah, packing cubes <laughs> saves my life. <laughs> I love those. Um, but like lessons learned, that volcano hike, holy crap. <laughs> You learn your limits pretty damn quick on that thing. Like, it's it's so steep and it's really difficult. But if you can get through it completely, you feel like a whole different person. You're a broken person, but you feel like a whole different person. <laughs> yeah, the hike um, and the hike that we did is um, it's called Akatsanango, and it's like I think one of the toughest hikes I've done for sure. Um, so yeah, if you ladies want to go out there and challenge yourselves, that that is definitely one to do. How long is that hike? It was two days with an overnight. Um, we started, I think, at 11 a.m. the first day, and we got back, uh, like, about the same time the next day. So it's, like, a full 24 hours. Yeah, I think it was um, to get to base camp. We were hiking, I think, like, six hours uphill with a backpack. It was ridiculous. Oh, that sounds awful. Oh, man, it was. It really was. <laughs> but I think you're totally right, and I think that's such a such a good point to make is that like you do these things and it's so challenging and you feel like you want to give up and whatnot. But at the end of it, like you said, you just come away as a different person. Like you know all these things about yourself now. Like you know you're, you can push yourself even further than you ever did before and you'll live. And, you know, like you value not giving up and you value like your own strength. And that, I think that's a huge thing that comes out of, you know, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and travel in general. No, I totally yeah, agree absolutely. With that. I did almost give up. <laughs> like after that first leg, I I actually asked them, um, how do I get home from there? Because I didn't know if I could really make it through. 
And uh, one thing about those those types of places, that I'm sure they have this happen all the time, um, but they'll talk with you about it and they'll say, okay, well, here's your options. They gave me, a, they said 250 quetzales, they can take me back to the hostel and, and I call it a day, or for 200 quetzales, they took my bag and I just hiked it without a bag so that I could make it. And, uh, and it's really important just to kind of analyze your situations and come up with the best solution before you even think about, oh, well, I'm just going to throw in the towel. Think about all your options before you do that because the reward is just so much, so worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, that's, that's a really important thing is there's always a way and just keep pushing, right? Because you will feel so much better for it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Every time I start a hike on a trip, I like halfway through, I'm like, why am I doing this? But then at the end, it's always amazing. So <laughs> yeah, no, and I, you know, I felt the same way. And I, and I think, but it's, it's that first initial climb anyways, that's always the hardest because your body like is just in total shock of what you're putting it through. Um, like it gets easier as you go. And I think maybe, you know, that's just a general metaphor for life right there. Anything you try to attempt. Oh, getting deep. I know, I know. <laughs> getting real deep here. <laughs> it's going to be really difficult in the beginning, but, you know, you kind of start to find your rhythm and you just put your head down and keep going and you just get there. Um, okay, so now you, if you don't mind me saying, but you are 31, correct? Yes. Yes. So you... Well, you already put it out there. I know, I put it out. Well, I can, I can cut it out. I can cut it out. Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, so you're in your early 30s, and this was your first time leaving the country. So um, what has stopped you from going so far? Is it, um, you know, is it stuff like the unknown or just not having people to go with? Or, like, was there anything else? Or what was it that stopped you? Oh, well, I mean... Traveling internationally always seems so scary because we're in our own little comfort zone here in our own country, and then you hear about all these things that happen all around the world, and so the instant that you mention international travel, someone's like, oh my gosh, you cannot go there. You're going to, you know, someone's going to hurt you. Oh no, you can't go there. Uh, And also money, but the more that I've learned from traveling and getting to know other travelers, the more that it's become a little bit uh, easier to reach it. And so I got my passport last year, and I kept saying, oh, I'm going to use it, going to use it, going to use it. And I never did, just because I guess I was kind of afraid of going by myself for the first time, which, I mean, it's kind of silly, but it's also one of those things where it's a little scary. So um, since I had an opportunity to go with somebody, then it seemed like, okay, well, at least I'm with somebody for this first time, and then after that, I can decide if I want to start doing some by myself or if I want to bring other people with me, like we just did. Nice, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, and we I think we've talked about that here before on the podcast. Is just the whole getting over that hurdle because you yeah. yeah, it's you know, I think Annika, mm-hmm. you and I, we discussed this where it's like you get into your little bubble when you're at home or in the states, and everywhere else just sounds like dangerous and scary and. Then you talk to travelers, and you're like, "Oh, it's just a normal place, too." You know, it kind of takes that edge off, and then you know you can kind of ease yourself into it. Every time, like, I don't travel for a while, and then I go again, like right before I leave, I get those like nerves, and I'm like, "Why? This is so stupid!" Like I've been through this so many times, but every time, like it happens again. You know that you just build this up in your mind that like another place is so scary. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like it's it's a reoccurring thing, so. You know, you have to get over it that very first time. That's probably, like, the biggest hurdle to get over. But then, 
it still happens like to even me like I travel all the time internationally and it still happens where I'm like oh well I don't I have no idea what to expect when I get there you know but that's part of the thrill for me so I'm a little sadistic like that but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's amazing that you did it you know at this age in your life because I feel like you know Linda and I have been exposed to traveling at such a young age that I feel like we never really had that moment of like okay, I'm going to go do this, and, like, I am scared, but I'm going to do it anyway. Like, our parents were just like, hey, you're coming along with us. But, like, I think it's so impressive that you did it as an adult, and you're just like, no, I'm going to go here, and I'm going to go to Guatemala. Like, I think that's really amazing. I agree. It's it's a huge thing, especially because I feel like, you know, the, the, as we get older, we get even more into our comfort zone, right? It's like we get so much more comfortable, mm-hmm. and we get so much more anti-putting ourselves out of that comfort zone, I think. <laughs> Yeah, and it gets scarier the older that you get, too. You you think, like, when you're younger, you can take more risks, and then when you get older and you get wiser, and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And also just how busy you get when you get older, too. It's just, like, finding the time to travel itself is so hard. It's just, like, there's so many reasons not to do mm-hmm. it, you know? But Yeah, but like yeah. Annika said, I totally agree. It's it's awesome that you did it, and, you know, because it's never too late, right? Yeah. Like, it's just, just go and do it, and it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter whatever. It's... Yeah, so it's never too late no, to start. No, it isn't. So now that you've done that, yeah, um, absolutely. Like I, I know we've talked about you, you're going to travel some more, right? Because you've already booked your next trip. Oh, you have? Oh yeah, I'm going to Belize next month. Oh nice. <laughs> you know, Linda's a big advocate for Belize. I, I am. <laughs> oh no, she's told me like all kinds of places to go. <laughs> I know. If, if any of you ladies out there need some advice on Belize, like that is my country. I love it. I will tell you to go there. All the, I want to go. I'm so jealous you're going. <laughs> We're going in like two months. What are I you know, complaining but, about? But still. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, and that's awesome. And you're going by yourself, right? Yeah, this will be my my first solo trip now. Oh, that's so exciting. You just, like, dove, like, head first. So first, you're like, well, I'm going to go on my first international trip, and now I'm going to go solo right away. I'm pretty sure it was, like, three days after I booked the flight for Guatemala. I'm like, where else can I go, and when can I go? So you've, you've, you've awesome. caught the travel bug before you even left. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's, um, it's an addiction, I will tell you. It's something that it changes your life and you you can't look back once you've done it. Um, Okay, so another question that I have is, is there any kind of advice or like words of wisdom that you have that you would share with um, any of our ladies out there that might be in their late 20s or early 30s who haven't gotten over that hurdle yet of maybe leaving the country for the first time or going on their first solo trip or something like that? Uh, I mean, a lot of times it, it's out of fear, and so I would I did give them advice to write out why what's holding them back and just kind of look at that list. Like if it's money, okay, well, let's find a place that's a little more affordable that still gets you out of the country. Um, if it's just fear of going by yourself, then try to find somebody to go with you um, or connect with people on Girls Love Travel, the Facebook group. Like those girls are awesome. You can just go in there and say, hey, I'm in Belize. Who wants to meet? And um, those girls will be like, oh, somebody will most likely be there and will come hang out with you. Um, and just be, don't be afraid to get to know people when you go, too. Like, um, these, the tour group we went on for Akatanago, we really got to know those guys pretty well. And um, it was really cool that, like, we all went to dinner the next uh, that night, and then some of us hung out the next day, like, 
just don't be afraid to make those connections when you go. No, that's great. And I know we've, we've mentioned the Facebook groups before, especially for like solo travel. And if you're scared, like those are awesome. And yeah, they're really supportive. So you can always find somebody or get advice on there. So that's definitely a huge, mm-hmm. huge tip. Um, okay. So now was there like, did you have any different, um, like perspectives on the U S when you came back? Because like, that's something that always happens to me, for example, is when I leave and I go to these countries like Central America, where I see how little people have and how happy they are. And then I come back to my house and like all the stuff I have, I'm like, ugh, I don't need this. I have way too much. Like, I just want to sell everything and like live much more simply because it's just, you can be happy without that. And like, I always see that when I go abroad. So is there like something specific that you felt when you came back? Uh, yeah, we got to the airport at Fort Lauderdale and there was a couple people just like chewing out customer service people. And I immediately was like, oh, I'm at the U.S. now. Like, it seemed like everybody overseas was just so nice and supportive and people just didn't have a care in the world. They were just, you know, loving their lives and everything. And you get to U.S. and it seems like everybody hates their life and they just want to make each other miserable. So it's just kind of as soon as that happened, I was like, ah, I'm, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> that's so funny that you say that. Like, that's what I always think of, too. It's like, you know, living up here in Boston, people are so rude to each other all the time. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, it's just, it's so funny to see it in other countries. Like, I was recently just in the Azores, and, like, one of our guides just parked his car, like, in the middle of the street talking to somebody else, blocking traffic. Nobody honked. Nobody did anything. They just waited patiently. And it's just like, that would never happen here. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that's true. I know. I, I actually, um, I went to get coffee today, and this lady was being horrendously rude. I was just like, ugh, why? Like, just be nice. Just be a nice person. But I agree. And that's that's something that I really, and I think it, that's, I've found that so much, especially in Central America, is people, and, and South, South America as well, where people just, um, there's like a sense of community. And even if you're, like, a traveler, like, you're kind of part of that community because they appreciate you coming there and they, you know, like, they help each other out just as much as they help you out kind of thing. So it's a really nice feeling and it's nice to be around that. Yeah, I agree. So before we go and um, kind of wrap this up, the other thing that I want to point out is that um, we went on this trip together and, quite frankly, um, you know, I mean, you said you had the opportunity to travel with me, but we didn't really know each other that well before this. We were more acquaintances kind of through being in the same industry, same field. So that was um, that was also pretty, pretty bold of you, I will say, to do, <laughs> um, to kind of go with a stranger. I mean, I guess it's better than going by yourself um, for the first one. But yeah, that's um, what was, I mean, is that something, do you have any thoughts on that, of what that was like? Well, first of all, you don't know I did a blood sample and background <laughs> check on you before we left. <laughs> Everything came out Standard. fine, so I was totally cool with it. <laughs> you were, you were, you had your wisdom teeth out, and so you didn't even notice. It was fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we've known each other through film, but didn't really know each other. But the connection through being both film and vlogging, I definitely thought it would be kind of fun to to go on a trip with you and you seem pretty cool like um, when we work together and stuff. And sometimes that's another risk you take or you go with somebody you may not know very well, but we got to know each other very, very well on this trip, <laughs> which is good. And it was definitely worthwhile 
and I'm really, I was really, really excited to go, and I'm, thank you for going with me. Ah, well, thank you for coming, and like I've told you before, like, I was super proud of you for doing this, and, you know, I'm, I'm just so excited that you're going to go travel some more, and also try to incorporate into this whole business stuff that you're doing. It's awesome. Um, so for all of our listeners out there, um, if you want to share your YouTube where they can check out what it was really like to leave the country for the first time, um, if you want to give that information. Yeah. So on YouTube, my vlog is The Gypsy Filmmaker. Um, if you search for that on YouTube, you should be able to find my channel. It just started a couple months ago, so... Um, it's a little light, but I plan on doing videos every Tuesday and Thursday now that I'm doing a lot more travel and exploration, so that should be fun. And then my uh, film company, Bouncy Boxer Media, is also on YouTube, so um, definitely check out some of the silly, crazy short films we have on there, too. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, um, for joining us, and thank you ladies out there. Uh, keep kicking ass and getting those stamps and those passports. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for joining us and thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And we usually don't really have a wrap up, so we just kind of Yeah. We just kinda of babble on <laughs> until the end. Just get some like random music yeah, and, and then, then it, it, Yep, exactly. It fizzles out and then we're done. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes.